Welcome to Stuff You Need to Know with Barnstable Watch. This is Heather Hunt. Hi, everybody. Today we're going to talk about a proposal coming from our town hall planning department to change the form of zoning here in town. It's called form-based zoning. It's a substantial kind of earth-moving shift in the approach to zoning. That's one thing. Second thing is, if you gather people together and ask any group, what is it? Guarantee you virtually no one knows or has heard of it. So recently, when we made a presentation about some planning and zoning issues, we included a segment on form-based zoning, and we had really terrific feedback. People were grateful to just get um, at least a, a good effort at explaining what that is in simple terms. What we're going to do is play that audio for you from that presentation little word, there's a couple of places where you'll hear reference to an image that was in the presentation. Uh, you won't be able to see the image, obviously, in this podcast, but we describe what the image is, so it should be all good, and I hope it uh, helps you understand the this substantial change that is uh, coming to a village near you. Next, let's talk about form-based zoning. We'll call it what it is, look and density zoning. If you look at the town's website and all of its public communications, you would believe that this proposal was about downtown Hyannis and only downtown Hyannis. You'd have to catch one housing committee meeting long ago during the workday with no public present to know that staff says its goal has always been to move it to other villages. Look and density zoning is about looks, not about property use. We'll talk more about that. A primary goal is to increase density and height. It also reduces required parking. The planning department has been working with largely self-selected business interests on look and density zoning through the Ad Hoc Economic Development Task Force since 2019. In July of 2021, the planning department announced that it would begin the public process of taking feedback on this proposal. In 2018, the realtor lobby urged the town to move forward with this kind of zoning, and in 2020, the realtor lobby funded public officials training about it. Look, we're not zoning experts, and this does not express an opinion about form-based or look and density zoning. It's a massive zoning change, though. There's a lot to learn, a lot to understand, and a lot to consider. To date, the material about form-based zoning that's been presented to the public doesn't spell it out in simple terms. There hasn't been a presentation of the changes in relation to current zoning. We hope that happens. The point is pay attention and pay attention now because staff's goal has always been to move it. A word on process. This is a quick snapshot of the process the planning department used to develop the form-based or look and density zoning proposal. It followed the routine. First, business interests. Years later, residents get a chance to react, and quickly. On the far left, you'll see the realtor lobby encourage the town to consider a form-based zoning code back in 2018. On the far right, you'll see in August of 2021 that the planning department commenced 
the public process. In the intervening years, the planning department worked on the form-based zoning code proposal with the largely self-selected commercial interests on the Economic Development Task Force. By the way, the task force has no role in zoning in our town code, and there was no record of this work on the town's website over those intervening years. So what is form-based zoning? It's a move away from zoning based on the use of a property. Let's talk about it in their words. Form-based zoning changes the zoning so that the form of the building, the size, the height, the amount of lot coverage, the amount of parking required, that's what the zoning dictates. What the use is inside is not dictated by zoning. So you could construct a three-story building and you could put six large high-end apartments in there or 15 one-bedroom apartments in there as long as you can meet the parking requirements. Density is up to the developer and really dictated by parking. We'll talk more about parking because an accompanying change to this form-based zoning code is to reduce the amount of parking a developer would be required to provide. So in form-based zoning, what the zoning code cares about is how a building looks from the outside and increasing density. These are a couple of images from a presentation by the town's consultant given in August of 21. On the left, you'll see standards for all districts in connection with building standards. It governs things like frontage types, facades, front doors, number of stories, or height. On the right, you see an image about building massing that sets out setbacks, lot lines, minimal curb cuts, and so forth. It's all about density. Here are two more slides from the town consultant's presentation. On the left, you'll see what's called a use table. Remember, form-based zoning moves away from caring about how property owners actually use their buildings. What's notable here under commercial services and retail sales is that it's use by exception. Without a table showing what is currently permitted in the various zones by way of use, you really need to memorize the current zoning code to understand what is being proposed to change from what to what and where. The planning department has indicated that was good feedback and we're hoping for a comparative chart from the current use to the proposed uses to help residents really understand the use changes. On the right, you'll see the parking requirements and the minimum required for developers. The town is proposing to reduce the amount of required parking in order to maximize the amount of developable land. The town has also reduced that number to below what the consultant had recommended. Parking has been a primary concern in every meeting to date about form-based zoning. The answer to the question of whether this proposal addresses Hyannis's long-term known parking problems was no. So how is it the planning department would know whether the public actually wants this change, this change away from use-based zoning to a form of zoning that emphasizes and increases density, reduces parking, increases height, 
and really cares only about what a building looks like. The planning department measured community support for look and density zoning through what they call a visual preference survey that went out online through a survey monkey. The town basically asked people what pictures they thought were prettier and then took those answers and translated that into assumptions about this community's preference for density zoning. These are two images from the town's actual survey, which they asked residents to pick which homes were prettier and translated those answers into residents' presumed preferences about increasing density and moving to density zoning. On the left, you see what is something of an sort of old, sterile, gray, boxy, single-family house. The blinds are drawn. You can find one shrub there with a few flagstones. You compare that to the picture on the right of a really lovely, warmly lit home taken in the golden hour of a multifamily with really pretty porches and, and sidewalks. That picture was translated into your preferences about increasing density and a move to density zoning. It's not unlike asking, you know, what banana would you prefer to eat? This sort of brown rotten one, or would you like these three or four lovely yellow ones? Let's talk about the visual preference survey in their words. Staff reported that the purpose of the visual preference survey was to understand the preferences of the community as far as density, building mass, building design, building styles go, and then turn that into by right zoning. The response was, well, when then someone stands up at a town meeting or in any public forum and says, hey, I don't like that. We don't like that. We at least have an answer. We poll the community and this is what they said. Staff replied, we went through a really big outreach effort and this is what the majority of people do prefer. We're gonna take those preferences, we're gonna move them into zoning. So what's the really big outreach that shows what the majority of people do prefer by way of density zoning? About 140 people in Hyannis, we believe, replied to an online survey about pictures of pretty houses and not so pretty houses. That's about 1% of Hyannis village population, or about 0.003% of the town of Barnstable's population. I'll note that about twice the number of residents signed a petition to form a resident zoning task force to give residents a greater voice in zoning matters in town. The other public participation to date, in 2021, the planning department held a workshop, about 10 people participated, saw about three regulars, four public officials, and a few others. Some prior workshops look to have about 30 attendees, if you include town staff and public officials. So this is an important point. Let's not confuse asking residents their impressions of pictures of houses that were put together by an architectural firm that's paid to promote density with a broad-based, impartial, valid, reliable survey of residents' views about eliminating zoning based on use and changing to zoning that increases density, height, 
and reduced parking. On the right is a slide by the architectural firm that created the survey that sort of mocks the notion of concern about density. Let's all acknowledge that the image survey was designed by a firm that sells density. It's not a zoning survey, it's not impartial, and it's not a reliable measure of residents' views about their zoning preferences. So where is the planning department proposing look in density zoning? The planning department's public communications about form-based zoning are exclusively about downtown Hyannis. In fact, if you go to the town's website to find information about form-based zoning, you have to open the tab about Hyannis zoning changes. But wait. In their words, back in 2019, the planning department staff told the housing committee, our goal has always been to be able to replicate this in other areas. That would be our goal. We'd say, okay, absolutely. Now let's replicate this in the village center of Marston's Mills, in the village center of Osterville and Barnstable. We'll move it. This intent and goal to move form-based zoning to other villages is nowhere in the town's current public communication about form-based zoning. One would have to go back to watch an August 2019 housing committee meeting that meets, by the way, during the workday to learn the staff's goal to move this form-based zoning to other villages. The Cape Cod Commission has decided that three villages here in Barnstable have so much in common that they should have similar zoning changes. Those three villages are Barnstable Village, Hyannis, and Osterville. Each has been designated a, quote, community activity center. We've yet to find people who've been consulted or, or asked to comment about that designation or what it means or the commonality between those three villages and the extent to which there should be similar zoning changes and why. You won't find information about the designation in the planning department's public communication about form-based zoning. We heard about it when a counselor asked the planning department about this, quote, community activity center in a public meeting. It happened to be a counselor who represented Barnstable Village and didn't seem to be aware of the designation or what it meant. So what does it mean to be designated a, quote, community activity center by the Cape Cod Commission? It means that the Cape Cod Commission wants the town to consider changing zoning in those three villages to allow higher density, to allow multifamily housing and inclusionary zoning bylaws. Remember back now when housing was entirely irrelevant in the debate over the commercial use of homes as Airbnb businesses. Well, as soon as that debate ended, everything became all about housing. The planning department portrays density zoning as all about housing too. For instance, it says it's designed to meet a range of housing needs by encouraging a concentrated mix of residential and commercial uses and compact residential development. Here's the twist. This density zoning brings density, but doesn't require the homes enabled by that density to actually be used as homes for locals. Last year at a stakeholder meeting, a local resident stood up 
and asked the town's consultant on form-based zoning, hey, what about these Airbnbs in this, in this plan that's supposed to be about increasing housing to meet our housing needs? The consultant said, sure, the town can go ahead and restrict Airbnb use of homes in the form-based zoning context. Yet the current form-based zoning proposal has no requirement at all for homes to be used as homes or any limits or restrictions on their being used as short-term rental businesses. There's no answer provided by the planning department to a question posed on its public forum about this really important question about whether homes will actually be used as homes. The verbal answer that the planning department gave more recently at a workshop was, hey, the market will take care of it. Just let the market respond. There's a common understanding based on experience that Airbnbs tend to bring higher numbers of cars and require extra parking. Most people know that from general experience, and the town certainly knows that based on its prior survey of residents on short-term rentals. Complaints about parking and extra cars around Airbnbs was a really common theme in residents' comments provided to the town in that context. Yet in the form-based zoning code, while it allows any and all homes to be used as short-term rentals, there's no provision at all for extra parking needs at homes that could be used as Airbnbs. There's also been a suggestion to use your tax dollars to incent year-round rentals while the town allows all homes to be used as commercial short-term rentals and is proposing to increase density to bring in even more homes that could also be used as short-term rentals. The consultant, by the way, said to expect units brought about by the form-based zoning code to be expensive and at the upper end of the market rate. So what's the right approach for a community with a housing crisis? Is it to do what communities with housing crisis do across the country and restrict the use of homes as homes and the right to short-term rent to people who actually live in those homes sometimes? Or is it to leave it to real estate developers that want to maximize profits to use homes here any way they like, including as Airbnb businesses? The fact is this, Airbnb is the economically rational choice to maximize revenue at residential real estate properties. This is grounded in experience and math, not in speculation. Here on the left, you see the first mixed-use property in the Giz. The Giz is the growth incentive zone in downtown Hyannis. That's where form-based zoning is intended to commence. Back in 2008, the first floor was a commercial enterprise. Above it were two year-round housing units. Form-based zoning is intended to encourage more of that. Now speed the clock ahead. In 2021, the owner of that property has monetized those units into three Airbnbs. Wait for more of that in the form-based zoning code. Now the owner of this former mixed-use property in Hyannis came into public comment before the town council and urged the council to pass the ADU ordinance. The reason was we have a housing crisis, we have housing needs, and people were suffering. 
That was after the owner has converted four units to four Airbnb businesses. The fourth is nearby. A note on that, something you won't hear about from our town hall and you didn't read about in our local press. That fourth Airbnb was the location of Hyannis's Airbnb shooting. That's a thing, Airbnb shootings. They're reported all over the country, not here. What we know, we know from the police scanner, and that is a young man was shot. After that, masked men fled through a residential neighborhood near downtown Hyannis. Police then did a neighborhood lockdown to, to execute a manhunt. There's a reason some Airbnb terms and conditions like one night rentals are called high risk rentals. In form-based zoning, parking is the tail that wags the dog. Now parking isn't zoning, but this zoning proposal that maxes out building density in our village centers and adds height is entirely about parking, only without a plan for where residents, employees, customers, and our visitors will actually put their cars. Wait for Boston-style parking frustration in our village centers, only here without a T, without cabs, without things like work and groceries and stores and doctors in walking distance. How does it do that? It reduces the required dedicated parking spots from one and a half per bedroom to just one. That's below the 1.3 that the consultant tested. In their words, planning department staff said, it just allows you to build whatever dwelling units you can if you can park it at that reduced required parking rate. Staff hopes for shared parking agreements between private property owners. Let's do better than hoping. It's really imperative that our residents and our businesses really understand and think through the implications of this significant parking change in our village centers. Some town councilors answer to every resident's concern, question, or objection to zoning change proposals is, hey, we can fix this in two reads. What does that even mean? The suggestion is that the town council could undo the zoning proposal by putting out a couple of meeting agendas and then taking a revote on the zoning proposal. It basically says to residents, hey, pipe down, we can fix this thing. Well, you know what? Zoning and zoning to increase density isn't like the speed limit. You can't just vote to increase it one year and then next year vote to reduce it again. Can anyone explain how the council could vote to undo maxed out building density, to undo the footprint of a building, or undo a cookie cutter building aesthetic? How would the council undo increased building height after buildings are built with more stories? How would the council go back and tell a real estate developer, hey, we're sorry, we made a mistake by not requiring you to have parking spots for all your residents. And our village parking is kind of out of control and kind of horrible for our businesses. You don't actually do that. You don't just undo those kinds of changes. It's really imperative that the community, the whole community, not 140 people or even five times that many, that cast a vote in a pretty house photo contest think they express their opinion. It's imperative that the whole community, 
where form-based zoning code is proposed to be and where the town staff wants to move it, really understand what it is, what it proposes to change from and to, and its long-term implications on the character and quality of our village, that essential quality that makes people want to call this place home and that makes so many more people want to come to visit us year after year. We hope you found that helpful to give you a little bit of a sense about what form-based zoning is. There is no public information out yet about next steps in the process or its timing. One thing we know for sure is it would have to go through the planning board and also through the town council. So please stay tuned uh, to weigh in when, when that happens. And in the meantime, thank you so much for caring and tuning in. Join us next time for more Stuff You Need to Know with Barnstable Watch.